1: Hello Kangaroo Chasers, this is Mike Michal Wood, I'm sat the first time ever in the History of this podcast next
0: to Michael Carboni. It is awesome to be next an to you mate and normally you go in the language of the nation that we're discussing so you should be saying G'day Kangaroo Chasers, let's try that again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, g'day, kangaroo chasers. <laughs>
1: Love it. g'day Kangaroo Chasers, I'm a permanent resident of Australia now. You know hey, right? Congratulations know, good right? to have you. Um, and we thought, even though we live in Australia, we write about the NRL, we watch a lot of NRL, we need to get some experts on so we are here with the boys from 5th and last podcast. That is Brock. How are we? Pretty good, pretty good. And Lewis, how you doing, mate? What's going on, lads? Thanks so much for um, for helping us out. Love listening to your podcast. I think I'm one of your OG listeners from like ten years ago. Don't know how yeah, long you've been doing.
2: Good. We've got a few. We've got a few.
1: Yeah, there's some uh, hard out right there. Must
2: uh, have bleeding ears.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh, Brock, I think you <laughs> did. I think you did my last Rugby League World Cup podcast in 2017. Yeah, so. Yeah
2: i reckon we've done maybe two or three together i think I th- time.
1: yeah i think we used to do some origin ones back in the day for the, for the european I reckon, rugby. I
2: reckon the first time we did one you were still living in the uk
1: no i think i was just about in germany just about
2: oh no you were you're in germany sorry
1: yeah. yeah so um walking, a lot of water under the bridge since <laughs> then put it that way <laughs> couple of kilos on the body, a couple of uh, years Blackwell. in the bank. Um, but brilliant, yeah, so we're all very hyped after the uh, NFL Grand Final yesterday, and um, all looking forward to the World Cup now. So we, on the day of this record, we always like to tell people when we do it so that we can date that we're right at the time. Um, in the world of rugby league squads, that often goes wrong, um, but we... We've seen the Kangaroo Squad has been announced today, so we thought we will go through it. People can go and look it up. We'll put it in the uh, The Raw's beautiful preview, which I've written. Um, but yeah, we thought we'd just go through the squad and then we can move on to some of the other thoughts about the World Cup afterwards. But you're our Kangaroo's experts. So we thought we'd pick a team, 1-17, to 17, from the 24 that's been announced and just sort of go through position by position, talk about the players, talk about who we might have picked. So no time my present. Let's do it. Have you got a fullback? Good. Sure.
3: Obvious that one, I think, for everyone. Sure, it's Tedesco. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, everybody's going for Gensi, Tedesco. Uh, Michael Caboni, everyone's favourite Italian-Australian, is very gutted. He's not playing for Italy. <laughs> but, um...
0: Very gutted, but good to see my cousin. Uh, we, we like to say, out, at fullback, no questions asked. The captain, first man picked. And, uh, yeah, it's an obvious one. But did you think there was a bit of a
1: controversy, certainly in the in the press conference with Malmeninga today, about Dylan Edwards not getting picked after he's just won... Man of the match in the grand final. Would you and, have brought
2: him? And, and Mal had said that he needed a good performance to get picked. Yeah. And he wins player of the match. He doesn't. <laughs> <with him. laughs> yeah, careful what you're saying, Mal.
1: <laughs> that is uh, something we'll move on to in a second. Mal <laughs> Meninga's <Mal-min- laughs> interesting comments. But was you a yes. picked him?
3: Yes. Yeah.
1: Do you think there's something yeah, to absolutely. be said for... You know, that I think Mal said that he only plays... One position, though he has played right wing, and I thought I don't remember that, and it turns out he's played right wing three times, once once a year in three different years. So I thought either Mal knows a lot more about this than I do, or he's kind of making stuff, making stuff up as he's going along. And I'd like mm. to think it was the former, but it might be the latter.
3: In the juniors, they used him as a six, as a winger, a utility off the bench. Like he could do a job on the like wing if you needed him to. Um, yeah, like if you're going to talk about picking twenty four and wanting some versatility, it's. You know, there's a couple of guys there we've obviously got they can cover centre, halves and fullback. So, realistically, um, you know, if you're picking Campbell Graham who can only play centre or wing, I probably would rather take Dylan Edwards. There's plenty of cover for centre. We don't need another winger. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, i got a theory on that, but we'll, we'll park that for now, because so we'll come back to it in a bit. But on your wings, who have you got?
3: Oh, well, with what's been picked now, I'd say he'll have ado Carr and
0: Toulaghi. <laughs> So we've, we've, we differ on this. So we've got Fox on one wing. Uh, on the other wing, we've actually got Val Holmes. We we'll know yeah, he's a specialist centre play. at the moment, yeah, but he's had that a good season. Well.
1: Yeah? I think yeah. Mal, Mal's a big man for incumbency. I think he scored five tries against Samoa in the last World Cup. But mm. what, it's hard to remember because he's been so good at centre this year that he, I think this was the first year he's properly played as a centre. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it is. So yeah, I, just, your, I think your your best mix is with him on the wing, with Ata Car, definitely.
3: Yeah, my thought again is, well, if that's the case, Tulagi, Campbell Graham, like I just think you, you've got guys there that are cover centre. I just wouldn't take guys that are more so wingers. I am trying,
2: no, <laughs> trying to justify male selections. I'm not trying to
3: justify I'm trying
1: to justify why I wouldn't have picked him. <laughs> so so me. I well, I thought you were gonna say you would go Val Holmes one inside because what we've gone for in our centers, we've got Burton and, and Mitchell, because we think he'll keep the
3: That's now No, I went with uh Latrell and uh Holmes.
1: So you've got another Holmes tie legged like combination on the side.
3: Yeah, I'm sticking with the Cowboys combo one side
0: of the field and Luttrell and Fox on the other. So we didn't even discuss that when we thought about the doggies connection. Yeah, we immediately we went to Bulldogs the cowboys connection, yeah. But not the cowboys.
1: <laughs> so that's why your coaches and why up.
0: But I'm glad I'm glad Brock's picking with us, mate. That's a good sign. He's got all the same as us so far, so Louis. It's come not on the mate. Same. This world would be a boring fight. <laughs>
3: exactly. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well Luttrell and Mitchell they'll have to come
1: back from a big defeat today. did you see that he uh they yeah. lost the Curry knockout final? Mm. Yeah, one of the best, everything, can it? yeah. Ben Barber <laughs> losing this couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think we're all gonna have the same number six, I'm guessing. Yeah, monster,
2: oh, isn't the money man? Yeah,
1: and yeah. uh, so m- more more words of wisdom from Alman Inga, But who have you got for your seven? Oh,
3: seriously, again, it's yeah. it's, it's, oh. fuck, it's it's annoying me, but it's, it's clearing, it has to be
1: clearing. I don't know what Nathan Cleary needs to do to get picked for Australia in the seven, but DC. So he actually said in the press conference today that uh, DC has played a bit of six, and I thought the only thing that's more controversial than not picking Nathan Cleary would be not picking Cameron Monster. <laughs> so
3: yeah. I just yeah again we, we've got thirteen debutantes going the incumbency means nothing because it's been that long um, for any talk that I heard about that leading into it. I just thought smash it head on the table because
0: that's just pure stupidity. What, but you know is- he's the best halfback. Was Cleary point. was Cleary even playing last time Australia played? That's a bit of a joke, but like he he would have been very early on in his first grade career, he, uh,
3: he, maybe second season. Yeah. I reckon he would have played yeah. Origin.
0: Twenty nineteen, yeah.
3: Uh, Twenty nineteen, I think he would have been playing with Maloney. Yeah. Yeah, actually, you're right. It it's 2017, So yeah. long ago. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, it does feel like a long time. You hear yeah. someone say incumbent to you, and you're just like, fuck, like, for a life, so yeah. long. <laughs> and
1: also, they lost last time. So yeah, if, yeah. if you lose the tongue, you should be put in the... Uh...
0: So, boys, we've all got Cleary easily, but is, it, is that where it's going to start? Like, Mal's probably going to more likely to pick DCE. Do we all agree on that one?
2: No, I, I'd, I'd be shocked if he picked DCE. Yeah, that's, good. that's me personally. I think that was nobody yeah. wants, but I'd, I'd genuinely be shocked. Yeah. he's particularly, so... particularly also, you know, the World Cup's in, what, three weeks? Australia's first game in three weeks. DCE hasn't played a game in four so that'll mean he hasn't played well he played the yeah that's yeah that, you do you call that a game it was an absolute beat up um yeah i i'd just be going with a hot hand in cleary um
1: so he that, said that's he, just me he said today that yeah that he he w- he was undecided and i thought <laughs> i hope you're not decided by now how much evidence yes. do you need but mm-hmm. um he also said that he might rotate them in the tournament with the idea that they would get to the semi-final and then no one I thought like what are you going to learn by playing None. from Scotland and Italy and you know God love my beloved Irish but if we get through that's probably who they're going to play in the final. like what are you going to learn more about Nathan Cleary that you, not, you haven't already learned in Origin yeah. and the grand final
3: Yeah I just it's it's the same deal when you talk about squad makeup or what direction you're going again I know they've got natural cover you've got Hunt there and you've got a couple other options but if you're taking Cherry Evans for me yeah, he, I wouldn't be using it or yeah. he wouldn't well, be starting I wouldn't even have him in the squad yeah that was my sort of opinion like you've got that much natural cover again having White and Burton Ben Hunt that oh, yeah. are similar looking at your 24 I would have been thinking or a picnic go Hunt yeah yeah well that's another one that can play fullback, centre, pub Like it just gives you more to
1: versatility. That's an interesting thing you say there, Brock. That you'd pick Nico Hines rather than because I think Hines. I know you've mentioned on your podcast quite a lot of times that they sort of play with three fullbacks at Cronulla, and he does. Mm. He's a man who's he plays as a seven, but in their setup, I don't really think he is a. He's not a seven like DC is. Put it that way. Do you think you just bring him? Do you think well, he's going to play every game barring injury. If he gets injured, yeah. you've got Ben Hunt who's going to go straight in there anyway. So
3: yeah. just pick somebody else. Yeah. Well, that's your natural worry there, I guess, is your hooker option. So he's basically only taken two nines. Um, you know, if he didn't pick up. He, he would have thought maybe if he was going somewhere else. He, he does have natural third option in Connor, who's converted in a front row this year been outstanding. But all his junior football was at nine. But, yeah, I think you're not banking on Cleary getting hurt. So Cherry Evans, for me, would purely be exactly that if he gets injured. And he's – so. He did mention, he
1: went on a lot about Cotter. Again, with the home, like on Val Holmes, it's quite interesting to think that Cotter basically didn't play 13 until very recently, that he was a 9. But it just seems strange to me as well, because obviously, obviously he's obviously a lot better than DC, and I'm like, as we've discussed, I'm a manly supporter, so I'm the number one DC fan. But, yeah, be real. Um, the other one that we've... So we, we found it a little bit strange that he's gone for... Well, we want to hear your props are because we we struggled with the order that they're going to go in more than the personnel, but hit us up with two front
3: rowers. I know one of who he's going to pick, but I wouldn't have picked him in my squad and it's going to hurt you again as a Manly fan, but uh, I'd go with Campbell, Gillard and Tino.
1: So we, yeah. we, yeah. we got Tino and Gerbo. That's our... Um, yeah. I think that's more based on who, I'm not sure who I would pick, I think it's more that yeah, I think he will pick Jerbo because if he's going to pick, if he's going to, he's not the sort of guy you'll carry in your squad
0: I wouldn't be surprised to see Regan Campbell-Gillard and and Jerbo flipping as well though, so Jerbo off the bench and Gillard starting Um, but, you know it's probably much of a muchness I think
1: Mm.
2: You could also, you could start Jake and Regan and, and Tino, and then if you've got to bring Tino off, you could flip Jake to 13 and, and bring a prop on. Like They've got that versatility with Jake there. You can So can Tino. Tino can flip 8-13. See, the
0: thing about 13, though, is Yo's your man, I think. I don't know if anyone else can can step into that spot. I mean, should, we'll just yeah. give it away our 13. I don't know if, <laughs> your guys is, if you guys have chosen the same. Evening.
2: That would also, like, I, I would then argue you have to play Cleary if you're going to play Yo. Yeah. Like, my mix would be a little bit different if if you're not playing Cleary, like my mindset around who you pick. Do you if think... Yo Yo is very reliant on Cleary and vice
1: versa. So this was part of my Dylan, Ed, Dylan Edwards sort of d- discussion because he fits so well into that Panthers system, but would he fit well into anybody else's system? Like, he's such a defined role. And I wonder if Isaiah Yo is a bit like that as well, with if you play Cleary, then it's obvious. If you're going to play with a ball-playing lock, which I don't see why you wouldn't, since you've got Yo and you've got... Mori is a backup. And even if you needed him, you've got Gerbo, who I think is more of a ball-moving lot than a ball-playing lot. But he makes a million tackles again, so he'll probably get played. Um, yeah. And I wonder then, what do you do? You you have the option, that, like New South Wales, is, where you can kind of keep Gerbo on for longer minutes and then just rotate your big fellas around that, which makes me think that they might pick a I've realised on our list now that we've picked Tino twice. That's that's how good he is. That's how much we love (laughs) him. He's on our bench and he starts.
2: Let's swap Tino out of the bench. You can go big to start with and then put Yo on after 20. There's ways ways you could do it. Um, Yeah, you can start start Jake at 13 and then after 20 throw Yo on and bring one of your props off and move Jake up the front row. That can help you with your interchanges as well. Yeah, they've got a lot of options there with the versatility at thirteen and eight.
1: Yeah, this is so we we also really struggled in the back road. I think that was the one we we agonised over the most because we think Maury's mm. definitely going to play, and then we could have but put anyone. himself
2: of... isn't it? Like, yeah, because he's not. To me, I go. He's, there's no way he's a no. Nah, he's not. An he's niche. a comfortable edge. Like he's 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 an uncomfortable edge. So I don't. He's, he's your vice captain, so that he's probably going to play. 11 or 12 but I'm not sure it's his preferred position no
1: yeah if you think of what his best skill is it's being able to take like the ball to the, the line which he's never going to
3: yeah. do yeah that's yeah. right and yeah. As, a, as a middle no one gets a quicker play the ball he's low he's got quick feet he gets between defenders he generates ruck speed like an, an edge set skill set is completely different you're talking being dynamic powerful hole running you know, getting up and down, splitting tackles like that—that's not essentially the job that he does. Like he does a job there, especially defensively. But in attack, he's not what I want from my back row. That's—he's yeah, his skill set is much better for a middle.
2: So who'd you go with, boys? You went with Murray and we
3: went Murray, and then we've gone—we've gone for Liam Martin.
1: But I have to say, we weren't enormously confident in it. We thought it could as easily be, nah, nah, it could as easily be Crichton, and we wouldn't. That was – we actually had we, – we counted all of our numbers, haven't we? We've only got 23 in this because we, we'd left, we'd left I, a, I was a, a, a Nana
2: Crichton. Like, Nana is my gut over um, someone like a Liam Martin.
3: Yeah, I'd pick Crichton, uh, Angus Crichton, and Jeremiah Nanai anyway, for the exact reasons I said before. Pure edge skills, footwork, dynamic, hole running, you know, ability to break tackle, ability to off like – all the stuff you want from your back row, if you're it's your best, mate. It's your number one thing that you lean on. Uh, I want those two. So we're
2: saying if we wouldn't pick Murray in the back row, I wouldn't
3: pick I'd Murray. Play, I, if I wasn't picking Murray there,
2: I'd, I'd play Lee Martin. Mm. Just again, someone safe there for Cleary. Mm. If you're going to play Cleary,
0: it's yeah. funny how one to seven almost picks themselves, but then after that, it, you can throw anyone into the mix, and they probably do a similar sort of job. It's going to be an yeah, interesting, true. interesting game of chess for Mel. There's mm. also there's bits of it where like. When we,
1: when we talk about the spine, right, he's clearly gone, we like the queensland Queenslandness of it all. These sim players like Hunt and Munster and whatever and gone, there's... He actually, I think he actually mentioned that in the press conference today about how he liked the Queensland spine and that's why he was going to play DCA and I thought, the whole point of Origin is that you're meant to play them off against each other <laughs> then you pick the best team afterwards, yeah. <laughs> um, which he complained oh, about all the way through Origin that it wasn't a trial anymore. Um, <laughs> but... Um, from that, I just thought he's kind of replicated them. To me, one of the problems that New South Wales had was that they had, you played Jay Tabojevic and Crichton, who are kind of, the, I would say their best skill is defensively, especially Taborovic as kind of, he's a specialist defender. Crichton, mm. if you look up his stats, that's what he does. He makes a million tackles and doesn't really do anything wrong. He's got, he actually, as the season has gone on, I think he's got better on the other side of the ball, but he was never...
2: Yeah.
1: I, would, I think at home in time, it wouldn't have been what I've said was his best skill.
0: Mm. And then
1: you look at what, what you were saying there, Lewis, where you've got someone like Nana who's kind of – he's actually got better defensively as well, but it was yeah, a well, mostly attacking
3: a player. That played no football because of COVID. He's, he's 19 years old. He's essentially learning how to defend in first grade. Like, technically, he's fine. It's more, you know, system and figuring out how to defend. It's it's, it's not technique. Um but, yeah, it's scary to think where he's at as a 19-year-old. But yeah, I'm I'm actually surprised. There's a couple. I'm surprised
1: they didn't basically let him play for Samoa. If they they must think they're going to use him now because yeah, there's a logic. I think with Suariti they were a little bit like that where they thought, you know what, mate, go and play for Samoa this time and come back in two years, three years, and you'll yeah, will be in well, this thing. That
3: point we said before, we just we don't have many genuine edges. Like if you force some Murray in there, or you've got Martin, who I, I still think Martin does a really good job as a middle because he's just a bulldog. He's an absolute savage, so he kind of covers those roles. But our two most genuine edges are Angus and Martin. Like, Really, if you're looking for what you want to get out of his half, like, we've got a lot of good middles, we've got a lot of mobile guys there because we've lost a lot of those big guys that have gone to play for Tonga and Samoa. But, yeah, we're, we're certainly probably a little bit short in that area, which is why I'm surprised someone like Hudson Young wasn't an inclusion because he's another guy who can play lock if you need him to play like middle. Um, but, yeah, for edge options, I thought we would have at least taken one more.
2: Yeah, I thought Nenai was close to the best back row in the comp. Mm.
1: Well, I think he did. It was in the in the Dali M's, I think he was he not in the team of the year.
2: I'm talking about yeah, that. Nenai
1: was one of the back rows. Yeah,
2: watching that <laughs> coverage, I struggled to follow it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got the option. So, um, I got the option to go to it and uh, politely declined. <laughs> I
0: thought,
1: no, there'll be no good work done. As soon as the, if there's a free bar, there'll be no work done. <laughs> and uh, yeah. there's not going to get any big <laughs> sure. stories that you can ever publish out of. You might get a couple of interesting uh, stories to tell people in the pub but I saw X <laughs> do that, but uh, it's not yeah. going to get published. <laughs> so, yeah, so, and then the last, uh, we've got obviously, we so, saw, yo, so the Bench, I think we'll all have Ben Hunt as a 14,
3: yeah. will we? I think I'll start with Hunt like did in Origin. I think Harry will come off the bench. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, I, oh, we forgot who goes yeah. be playing Ben
2: Hunt.
3: So you've got yeah. Hunt starting and Greg, so
1: we have Grant with Hunt start, uh, off the bench. Yeah, and I, you just said it, Lewis. I realised that in Origin he went the other way around, yeah. so that's entirely possible. That'll be...
3: Mm. Yeah, well, just that skill set earlier on, he obviously doesn't bring um, as much impact and he, he brings a good kick, so he might start it off with him, um, kick and dummy half a few times Take him bit of gas out and then I'll let Harry loose for the majority, I'd say, after that. Uh, maybe like 30.
2: But it also depends on what your mindset is in that position. If you, if that is to play dual nines, then I guess, yeah, you can put Harry on the bench. But if it's the yeah. cover, 7, 6, then 9, you, then you put then 114. Yeah, yeah it'll be interesting.
1: I think that's what I think. What you're saying there, Lewis, that might happen in the more important games. Like when it gets to a New Zealand, they might do that. But I don't think they'll do it against – in most of the games, I think you're going to see – um fourteen, yeah. just for the utility mm-hmm. value. Um, off the bench, so in ours we had. So we started with Tino and Jobo. So we've got on the bench, we've got Cotter. Oh, so we got Carrigan and RCG
3: as our middles.
0: Yeah,
2: I've got. Ooh, we've
3: got. I'd have Murray and Carrigan. Um, again, smaller bench because we don't have that size. So we're going to rely a lot on leg speed. And I'd have Harry, instead of Hunt, again, going more off what you said for the later games. And then and we... Then leaves one more.
1: Yeah, and we've thrown in, because we put in Tino twice, we have hastily, <laughs> hastily added a, uh, a Ruben Carter to our bench. Although, now I'm looking at it, I'm thinking... We didn't pick Crichton, so I'm now I'm thinking we're picking Crichton. It's Crichton, isn't that no, 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 we haven't picked? Yeah, it. we haven't picked Nanai either, right.
3: Yeah. Well, I've, got, I've got both of them in, so my last spot, if I've got Murray... Carrigan and Harry Grant uh, Probably would be torn between Cotter but I think I'm going to need Someone who again can play edge So I'd probably have Liam Martin as my bench Player who can play you know that Back row or middle row he can do either job
2: What do I need I need three Don't I
3: Yeah so you've got Harry and then who else you got we'll uh, like Hunt.
2: No 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 I've got, I've got Hunt mm-hmm. And then I'd go Jake Carrigan Crichton, there you go, and Crichton. I think is my three yeah, tough, tough oh, i Connor left jake out, out so <laughs> <laughs> oh if, yeah if you're going with my Ma- Ma- gut i'd go Connor and jake, jake but um i think now we'll i
3: think you'll jake. pick collins and jake I think, I think it'd be very different to what we're talking about let's put it that way
1: mm.
3: i think we're applying a far more logic to the situation
1: than <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> <right. That's laughs> that right. might actually happen i just love jake because jake will give you a, a lot am of... just happy to be here <laughs> just love playing for manly <laughs> just love the beaches yeah. Um so that would leave you with um on our bench, so we've got an unused Lindsay Collins, I think the luckiest man in the world to get six weeks in England on holiday. You're not wrong. Mm. I don't know what quite quite what he's done to get that. Because <laughs> he's not been very good and he's not played that much. Yeah. And he's suspended.
2: He's always suspended. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm worried got...
1: about his
3: concussions too. Mm-hmm.
1: He yeah, sure. he comes
3: back for a week or two, and it's, again, it's either one or the other: either he gets suspended or he knocks himself out. So maybe he's a good bloke.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was thinking he's he's never come across as the guy. You go, he's just a good tourist. <laughs> Great <for a> tour. <laughs> yeah. He's that, so, that, he
3: just going to bring
2: a
1: hog. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's he he yeah, not the Jerome Luai who goes around goes around with pipes, the boombox. The Yeah. Pipes right,
3: <laughs> Um, he can pull his teeth out that's a party trick so he might be a good am I don't know
1: I'm trying, to remember, I'm trying to remember if he was on the uh, in the Queensland Sheds Jai Arrow was very much that dude who was just like singing mm. all the country songs and getting the beers out and I thought yeah there's Jai yeah. Arrow and he looks like a lovely chat tying around him <laughs> uh, so then we've got a DCE who's going to be carrying drinks and we have Jack Whiting because we put Burton in but I feel like Whiting will He's like, you know, in The Simpsons, when they have the Yakuza v Mafia It's mm-hmm. the guy who's studying his own, you think he's going to do something cool. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: That could be Jack and He'll do something good at some point, but he's yeah. not in my team.
0: You know,
3: when he does it, it's going to be good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. We've left yeah. Toolagi out there as well. Yeah. So it's some, just some more backup, I guess. But Yeah,
2: he's yeah. the, the one I look at and go... Oh, that's Dylan Edwards for me.
0: Yeah, well,
3: he that's
0: me, but with Campbell Graham,
3: two guys that cover centre winger, but I'm happier having him and Holmes play together. He comes through the grades more as a centre, so he can do those two jobs. So I look at Campbell Graham and think I would rather take Nico or Dylan Edwards, similar deal again, more versatility in your squad, or, you know, I look at Collins, and what we said before. We already know we're lacking size, but we've got plenty of good lock type players with the way the game's going, I would have preferred to take someone like a Hudson Young that at least could have given us another genuine edge who can also play middle. I get why you're from that way.
2: Yeah. Because you've got the troll there who's the logical shifter one line He's also got Munster there. Can
3: right. play you can use Jack there okay. if you really wanted to as a burn option play but like it's
0: yeah. yeah, it's one of those things I so said you can debate all day about that certain position that he carried. So, what's your boys' opinions on this squad overall? There's a lot of rookies here. Um, should they be the favourites, or you know, are they kind of second or third on strength? I, I don't think
2: here? they should be a dollar forty.
0: No,
2: I, I, I'd have them probably. I think they should be favourites, but probably just, mm. just over New Zealand. Like I look at our squad and New Zealand squad, and I think they're very, very even.
0: The um, the spine's very strong, and we've talked about on our pod how strong the kiwi spine is, and how it's probably the strongest in this tournament. But you look at this on paper, and you know Teddy Munster, Cleary, and either Grant or Hunt like that's fucking strong. <laughs> um, it's going to be hard to beat. But
2: I, st- I think I think three dollars, two fifty, three dollars, like a dollar. I looked at a dollar forty. And yeah, it's yeah. very short. We, and we
1: four fifty for that. New Zealand, I think, was four fifty
2: was New
3: Zealand. It's four no. fifty New Zealand or four dollars or something like that.
2: Great odds for New
3: Zealand. They started at nine because we've been talking about it. I bet on it early. I really thought that a lot more guys would you know, go to different countries than what they thought, which has obviously turned out to be the case. But I had
0: another investment yesterday on New Zealand again. I think they were 480. I like that you call it an investment. That's good. <laughs> yeah,
2: um, an investment.
0: <laughs> that, The other one for me, the interesting one, is normally you get, you know, whoever wins the grand final, you know, stacks the Aussie side. There's probably two or three Panthers, but the Samoans have a lot more Panthers than the Aussies, so that's going to be an interesting it, one as well.
3: The whole back line besides Suali'i and the halfback, you know, they've got... Both wingers, both
1: centers and Duran Though, yeah. I wondered at this... Um, this was something with the Campbell Graham thing, right? And I'm going to... So this is my... Is theory? I've described it as a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I, love a, I love
2: a conspiracy
1: theory. Let's get, let's get Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> There's no backup. Nothing to back it up. It could be nonsense. Well, it almost certainly is nonsense. So if you watch the PM13, I'm sure nobody who sat through that game all the way through to the end of it would have then been tedious enough to watch the press conference. But as somebody who's no. paid to watch it, I certainly did. Malman Ingers said, somebody said, oh, Selwyn Cabo, you played him in the centres for a bit. He went, well, we like a bit of versatility. And so he basically went on about how Cabo was going to be a centre wing option, mm. but then he's picked Campbell Graham. Now, on the same weekend, I guess it would have been, that, that was the weekend before last, right? It's the weekend of the Panthers yeah, yeah, yeah. South semi-final. Yeah. Yeah, so guess, yeah. on the... I think it was a Tuesday of the week when South was still in the com. I interviewed Campbell Graham, which was in our podcast and is now out of date, but we left it in because it was fun. <laughs> and we couldn't take it out. Um, but he was—he thought he was playing for Scotland, right? He, he was 100% playing for Scotland. No, he wasn't humouring me. He was, he was definitely playing for Scotland. So I think...
0: He had booked a comedy, He was like seeing family.
1: Like, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was all going to, oh, I'm really yeah, excited about all, all this sort of stuff.
0: Edinburgh and stuff for the yeah. Tra- yeah, for yeah. training. Like, he was all in.
1: So... I think that Selwyn Cobble was not very good in that game in the centers. And Marmoling has gone, well, I've, I need my center winger. Who's the next cab off the rank?
0: I, I reckon, mate, just to further to your conspiracy theory point, I reckon Mao listens to our podcast and he's heard you <laughs> interviewing Graham. Have you
2: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello
3: Fresh.
2: Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I said, hold on a second.
0: Oh, we haven't released it yet. We're taking this plug. No, we haven't. No, oh, we, no released we, released it, we released it today. We released it today, just before the squad got peaked. Come
1: on, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I think he he basically has gone right. Well, I want to send the winger, and yeah. uh, I needed who's the next best. I suppose I better pick Campbell Graham
2: because I suppose he hasn't listened. He definitely hasn't listened to our podcast because I got Campbell Graham a <laughs> 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 He's uh, yeah, it's very it,
1: it's it makes no sense to me because like if you're going to pick like Selman Cobo, I don't think. It, I don't think he's ever played centre. He played fullback for it, but he wasn't very really yeah. good at it. Like, yeah. So he's, he's pretty much as pure a winger as you can find. Then Campbell Graham was all right on the wing. Maybe he's better in the wing than centre. He's been all right in the centre.
2: Like when I was watching that game when he moved Cobbo to centre, I thought it was a work rate thing. Hmm. Like I, I genuinely think Mel went – he doesn't have the work rate to be an OB in an in, international team. So if you can't play centre, then bye bye. Yeah, hmm. and he obviously hasn't liked what he saw defensively out of him. Um. Because he just, to me, he just doesn't have the work rate when he plays on the wing or at fullback yet. I think he'll he'll develop that as he plays more first grade.
3: And that was probably more the worry from them when early in the year, like the Broncos going off topic in that, they were talking $700,000 to be a future fullback. And you think, like, you can't even finish a game at fullback or you're struggling to do that job. Like, you need the minutes. You can't be walking in going, that's the sort of money I want when you realistically can't do that job yet. Yeah, it was bonkers. I mean... He's, he's an interesting one. As someone who
1: sits and looks at spreadsheets full of stats all day, like he is on his day brilliant, but then yeah. mm. other days he just does absolutely nothing. Like, yeah. I think there yeah. was some games towards cool. the end of the season. He, was, he ran like 30 metres in one of them or something. Yeah. It was ridiculously yeah. low. Yeah. yeah. I think they that, that mm,
2: consistency and reliability around yeah. particularly about five – but more so your wingers.
0: He's a kind of he's a brand player, right? So he's the kind of guy you really want to bring along with you, but he's just not ready. And uh, I think they saw that. So,
1: it's also doubly annoying that he, th- he looks like Cobo was the second choice after Sualee. turned him down because <laughs> he would have been that undoubtedly yeah, in the yeah, squad. That's true. And then Campbell Graham is now the third, scu- the third choice. Same
2: as Toto. When did Toto pull up in?
3: Oh, really early. He was. Oh, was it?
0: Yeah, that oh, was man, just man. after Origin, I
3: think. Okay. Okay. were you guys bothered by all that because it's really bothered me the amount of flack some of these players have copped because we always win the international game needs to be better and then the moment guys start actually going to strengthen yeah. other nations for this one off event everyone starts ripping them that they're not you're, playing for Australia. You're preaching to
0: the choir I mean I'm all for I, I believe or we believe that you know there's nothing wrong with like I'm a, I'm a New South Welshman I'm Australian I've got Italian heritage I get it Mike you're an Irish Englishman you get it um, you know, to see or lining up for Samoa and and, yeah. and the other boys, we, lo- we love, we love that, man. we love that, yeah. Bring and it can on.
3: You tell guys that are born and raised in Australia and Western Sydney and like you're saying, you know, Queensland, not play for the, the states. But once every four years, when we want this tournament to have some relevance, you know, you're gonna let Australia cherry pick everyone first and stack their team and destroy everybody. But we finally got guys going all right. Maybe if we go play for Tonga. Samoa, New Zealand obviously are very strong despite those guys have flipped. Potentially got four really good teams, plus England. Um, Oh,
0: was about to go. I think Lewis is right. England is just in the top five. I think he's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, No, no, no. no. no, A
3: lot of confidence for you. I'm sorry, but. uh, No, neither do I. Neither neither do I. I don't understand it. For years and people have whinged about it. And at the first moment that Australia's missed a few, they're throwing the toys out of the cot for a one-off event that needs to have this sort of
0: impact is generally it's just let's wait until the semi-final because everyone just gets ready. Yeah. look for me and all our listeners know for me like i want internationals to be the pinnacle and for that to happen australia needs to take it seriously and for that to happen australia needs to lose some games so mate i'm more for i'm more for week the squad mate well that's okay. uh, literally the name of the podcast chasing, chasing, chasing kangaroos
1: came from that's what mm-hmm. international rugby league was you know so exactly but um <laughs> Yeah, and I think it's also like this weird sort of boomer old guy nostalgia that doesn't, that doesn't correspond to like, I don't know, you're, you're out in Penrith, right? How many people do you know who grew up who are from Penrith but are also Samoan? Like I know I grew up in a community that was full of Irish people who happened to live in England. Yeah. And like, I don't know, we've never thought it, it was a weird thing. Like our soccer team was made up of, back in 1990, I think we, we had like seven of our team we were born, from, born in the UK and nobody gave
3: two shits. So. Yeah. Mate, Indigenous and Pacifica out here, in particular in Western Sydney, is, is huge. Yeah. A, a, a big cultural mix. Uh, again, like to I get to, to go at somebody like Brian Totto and throw shade for wanting to represent where his parents or his grandparents are from, but he's born and raised in Western Sydney, I just don't get it. Like For a one-in-four-year event that we're talking about, to not back guys to go to other nations when we've got plenty to pick from, it just absolutely baffles me. And then to use the argument that it stains origin, well, how?
1: Well, it's also like Origin. This is the thing that annoys me most about it is if people, they've got to sort the eligibility out. And you're like the eligibility could not be more simple. It's if you're from New South Wales, you can play for New South Wales. If you're <laughs> from Samoa, you can play for Samoa. So
3: <laughs> that's why he plays for the Blues. He, just yeah. has to, he qualifies for a second tier nation. That's the other one. Everyone go, I oh, make them first tier. I'm like, well, if you do that, you will destroy Origin. Yeah. The other thing, to
0: or you'll destroy someone for playing Australian
3: international because everyone will <laughs> go, right? Well, I, I can't play for them then.
0: So we've we've all picked Fox on one wing and either Holmes or Toolagi on the other. I mean, that's pretty solid, man. Or or no, so you know, yeah. let's share the love. I say,
3: yeah, agree. <laughs> and even with the middles we've lost, like I said, it's it's a different looking forward back. It'll be much more mobile and smaller and probably. Know a a different approach, whether you would have had Borlo and a couple of the other guys they probably would have liked to have had, but it's still a very, very good board pack.
1: So, I mean, I always think of the 95. My first World Cup was 95 when Australia didn't have any Super League players and still won. So, like, but it was a closer tournament and probably a better tournament for it. Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah, um, right. So, we, as I say, we've kind of done that. Our next thing on the agenda was general thoughts about the Rugby World Cup, and that's kind of a... you kicked us off there, Lewis. So is Mm. there anything that particular... I know you watch a lot of Super League as well, so maybe if you have any thoughts on those kind of guys or anything you're excited to see when you're getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Like I was... The last time we spoke, Rock and I was getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning to watch Tonga games from New Zealand in German, their German commentary back in the day. Um, Is there anything that you're looking forward to that you don't normally get to see?
2: Oh, I think England are under a lot of pressure. I think just the game over there in general. Um, I'll be very interested to see how they go because uh, I, I, I did think that the, the standard of the Super League this year was quite down on what it has been in, in previous years. So yeah, just how England handle home field and you know try and perform because I, I really I, I really feel as though they need a good World Cup yeah. and I'm just not sure whether they're they're going to have one. So. That's that's the one for me.
0: It, we've said this before as well, but it comes down to that first game, and Mike and I have debated this endlessly. I reckon some always got them. Mike reckons England will win that. Well,
1: fight. it's got this in the last week. It's now Pickham, $1, 90, $1, ninety each.
3: Uh, $1.90 each. Honestly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that forward pack is, yeah, I, I think the only question I have on teams like Samoa and Tonga, which is the reason why I think neither of them could really win it for me, It's just your spine options. Like, they're loaded ridiculously, back five, forward back benches, but both of those teams, I think it's more spine. But against England, if you're telling me right now that you have got to have Suali'i, May, Crichton, Tago, To'o, Luai, led around by the likes of Borlo, Papali'i, Sua, Tuolungi, and have one, like really, Oregon, Lucello.
0: Please, I think Samoa will, will win that game. And I, I think you're mostly right, Lewis, in terms of the spine discussion, but I, I just always r- remind myself that Tonga have beaten everyone without a traditional spine. So they've had no issues with Australia, uh, New Zealand and Great Britain. Tell me, Mike, what are you... I was about to say they beat a half-assed England <laughs> Great Britain team. They're not <laughs> they've <laughs> um, and they're not beaten England.
1: they've you not know. beaten Ireland, which is the most important thing. <laughs> um, no, so I, here, let me hit you with two counter-arguments um Mm -hmm. one so we've had james graham on this podcast who he was very big on the um home field advantage and playing in the uk is is a very is a different experience to playing in um australia true and i think they've sold they've almost you know they've sold something like forty thousand tickets for the first game and that's not including obviously that we've got another two weeks for them to really hype it so that's I think come that atmosphere is going to be quite unlike anything that any Australian player. And I know I when we had John, Jerome Lewis on the podcast, he was quite sort of taken aback by this sort of thing. So I think that, that mood could change a lot. And James Graham was very that That was something that really mattered, that he fed off as a player. The other thing, which is what Trent Robinson said on the podcast about the French team, is that France had never had players who were decision makers every week. And I think if you put in those spine players from, as we saw with the Fiji in the Pacific Tests when they didn't have very regular halves, Tonga, for example, will have that. Samoa uh, will be slightly better, I think, because of Luai. England have got guys who play that every single week. You've got Jack Wellesby who's going to play. It would have been a lot better when, before Johnny Lomax was injured and before yeah. Alex Wansley was injured because I think both of those would be easily NRL quality. quality. Mm-hmm. Um, Wellesby I think, is he the best player in the UK is certainly best young player so i think he's yeah agree okay. i think he he's he he's a sort of an x factor for england because nobody's going to have played against him before essentially yeah
3: um i yeah, think do you think though this is my big grot, like with a lot of their outside backs that have come over? Do you think they're going to have enough out of the backfield in playing against these guys that play more NRL football where it's bigger on well like, set starts and set finishes and play one two? Like I've always
1: yeah, I think they're, they're going to have Dom Young. Down. I think they're going to pick Young. So mm-hmm. obviously he does. That. I think he's been massively improved this year on yeah, last okay. year. And, um, obviously I wouldn't put him in the top echelon of NRL wingers, but in terms of that style of football, that's why he's been picked. I think they have Farmworth. Obviously, I think I, I rate him really highly. Or maybe yeah. I'm biased watching him, but I do rate him pretty highly. you can have Mavonson, who I think is the best at that in the, in Super, the Super League. League
2: yeah. Yeah.
1: So I, I'm not too worried. And then you're going to get – I think they'll play Callum Watkins, who oh, – Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Because he's been playing He's been back playing back row, row, yeah. He's also mm. robbed Jamaica of their best player. Passes <laughs> down no, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But like I think I think this is the thing that people understand about England is that there's a big difference between the seventeen books who play for England and the Super League, because almost all of the seventeen books will either have played NRL or could have played NRL. So if you look at or in yeah. Wellesby's case, will play it, I think. So if you look at people like Bateman or Williams or like they're not gonna be surprised by this in a way that other teams in the past were, I think that's gonna be a big issue. So when you look at that team, my my theory is just because the Super League's worse, it doesn't mean that, that seven the best seventeen players in it will be worse. I'm worried they haven't picked a Ryan Sutton because I think he would have been real helpful in that regard. But it's just their depth as yeah. well.
0: They've got nothing on the Australian side in the keyboard.
1: Yeah, well, this is it. The seventeen is great yeah. and everybody else is some real
0: Yeah.
1: You Chris Hills hmm. and that who shouldn't be anywhere near that team, but
2: I think a lot of it would depend on the style of game that Sonora actually play. play. Yeah. Like are they going to play to their strength or are they going to turn up and try and play you know, a Penrith style or, an, or a half-centred style of footy. I'd sort of just lean on that power game yeah. and
3: offloads. Yeah, just if just they
1: play it. like Paramount, they'll do well. And I think if they try and play like Penrith, they'll, you'll find out why Jerome Luay should not yeah. be playing for New South Wales. He's I, not-
3: think, I think Samara's a little more settled in their spine than what Tonga will be. Because I look at Samara and go, well, Lewis is an obvious one. They'll go with Milford probably at seven. New Brown, I thought for a long time, should have been in the NRL. He had the injury and he was in England for a bit. He'll play nine. And then they've got backup options, sort of in Tyrone May, who can play halves or nine, or you know. But I, I look at Tonga, and i might like, well, I
1: think they're actually going to pick Danny Levo. I think he's going to be their name because he's been yep. one of the best mm-hmm. hookers in Super League. So I, that's my. In fact, Drew Juggisher, who's been on this from liverbyleague.com, he was very intent that mm. Leo, I think, he's playing nine for some more. and I think that's they'll carry New Brown as a nine thirteen on the bench because I think mm. he's only when he's good, he's only good for twenty minutes, and then
3: tends to yeah, look quite I think tired. Is dual nines, which is what I'm saying. Like, whether they take May or Levi, they're going to need one of those guys. May probably covers more positions for you, but um, yeah, I look at Tonga and even in that mid year test, like who they play at fullback, who plays at seven, like are they going to rely again on Tessie New, who's Rockstar diamonds, or a cooler who's still sort of learning. And you know, they played Stags, which just baffles me when he's, he's, he's injured like, now as
1: well. He's not playing, so um, as of today, he's dropped out of the squad, but the, so we can move on there because we're, one of the things that I know you guys do a lot of stuff in the New South Wales Cup so there's players are plenty that we wanted to throw at you that you might have seen mm-hmm. um, grab bag of New South Wales Cup players and you don't know who they are in advance but we can start with who um, had the man who I think won the man of the match in the State yeah. Cup Grand Final which yeah, he, is Sonny yeah. Luke spoke to me yesterday very small man but unbelievable attacker mm. yeah
2: the level of deception and intelligence game awareness is in our level the reason he hasn't got there sooner is because of what he said size purely size i know penrith let him go when you know i had him for two years at 20s and he was um yeah by far and away our best nine but i know the concerns were around his size so i think they're they're starting to get over that and they're starting to realize that he offsets his size with his intelligence and his, his ability to yeah be deceiving out of mind, he's he's very fast.
3: Yeah, good I mean, He's still out. not
2: still not the end product, and he's he's got the ability to play seven as well. Like he's played in in the halves a lot. Um, it's scary to think that you know he was playing Ron Massey Cup last year, but so we were trying to sign him at Mounties and um, Penrith offered him a pre-season, so that was sort of the reason he stayed, and he ended up yeah playing you know, well more, more than a handful of first grade games for by far the best team in the comp so yeah i think he'll be really be very
1: good and his his teammate who i'm not sure how much you will have come across him but they've picked isaiah katoa who we've spoke about a lot because of he's basically jerome luai 2.0 because luai went to the last world cup having never played in nrl katoa mm. yeah. will be the only player in the tonga squad not to play played NRL but every time i've seen him in cup or flag he's been pretty unbelievable
2: yeah, he, he sort of got the legs cut out from under him, didn't he, by yeah. signing and then Penrith sort of froze him. But, um, I think he got of, injured as
1: well. I think he obviously yeah, broke his arm. He hurt his arm, I think. Mates,
2: was coaching the flag at Penrith, and I don't know. He was certainly happy when...
1: Man, they let him play the finals.
2: He <laughs> a back at the end of the because <laughs> they were scratching a little bit there. They actually struggled to make the five and, and got into the five and looked... Well, they didn't look unbeatable, but they certainly looked a, a very different side with him in there.
1: Yeah, he's looked, um, I mean, think he, he played up, he played his the last game of the season in the New South Wales Cup when they moved a lot of players up to play in yeah. the NRL, yeah, and he was the best they, player on the field against like it wasn't the Bears, were what did they come forth or something like They weren't yeah. rubbish, like they and he was by far the best player on the field for me, so yeah. And then the third one from the Panthers is Taruva, who I think people will have seen a little bit play in the NRL in his brief yeah. appearances and then the mid season test, but he's just such an we exciting player
2: unfortunately we've seen a lot of him through Matt's ball and then now up um, yeah he's not the end product he's certainly not the end product but he's he's a damaging ball runner very good feet um, and fast real fast so um, just it's going right. to be scary to see what he's what he's going to be in yeah, yeah, two to three years' time.
3: You want to talk about, again, different builds, obviously, but we talked about Cobo before, and you want that work, and you want that energy, and you want that motor, whether it's on a wing or playing fullback. Different size, different sort of player, but no fear for what he is, and you you, you don't have to question work, right? The bloke never gets tight. He's an absolute energizer, buddy. Um, we know, um,
1: as was mentioned by Jerome Luai, he's actually overtaken now, and Lua is no longer the chief energy officer because Taroub is so, like, on the ceiling yeah. the whole time. yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I've never actually. I wasn't there when um, he was he was in Harold Matthews. So I, I actually missed him in my time at Penrith. But from everyone that I know there, they yeah they rave about him. And there's a lot of that as well. Like he's just good energy, and um, he's had some really tough things going on in his life in the last you know twelve to eighteen months. He, he lost his mum, and mm. yeah he's yeah he's had a, yeah a lot of a lot of hardship, and he's playing good footy. So all power to him.
1: And then, so there'll be a couple of others as well. So we, one of the things that we found most interesting going through all the sort of tier two nations is that you get, you'll get a team like Italy, for example, who've got a, a pretty good core of New South Wales Cup and even from Massey Cup guys, this guy's, I know, Ethan Natoli's playing at Glee. I've seen him play with Glee a couple of times, played up at Newtown as well. And, um, and then they've got guys in the English second tier, <laughs> domestic cons, and you've no idea how good they are comparatively to anybody else. And I wonder you'll have played against Newtown. So you'll have come up against Kalache and um Charlot yeah, Kalache,
2: He was with us. He was at Mounties until mid mm-hmm. year Just before the transfer window ended. And God love Canterbury. They told him that he wasn't in their plans for next year and granted him a release. So two weeks later he was playing against us for Newtown. <laughs> um yeah, yeah really really, really good player, beautiful human. He's had um Two really serious um, lower leg injuries, a knee and an ankle. Um, so last year, like he, he didn't play a game for us last year, and essentially we just rehabbed him. Um, and then started off this year, he was probably our best, our best forward when he left. Like he was, he was the form prop at our club, and um, he went over to Newtown and had had a good end of the season. They, I was playing him in the middle. They moved him to the back row, so um, he's versatile, but. He, he'll do a job, and he could, in my opinion, comfortably, you know, play first grade. I'm not sure whether he's a week to week first grader, but no. he, he certainly has he's the, the ability. To, he certainly has the ability to play first grade.
1: And you'll have come across as well. We um we briefly touched on the Cook Islands last week, and you'll come across Iroh K- as well, who's just yeah. looked well, outstanding in New South my Wales. My first in
2: New South Wales Cup was against yeah. Newtown, and I can remember previewing him early in the week, and I was like, "Who is this bloke?" Um, and yeah we actually that, that day it was wet um, and it actually helped us sort of nullify him a little bit because it, it meant he had to run fairly straight and it was a lot easier easier for us to sort of handle him coming out of the backfield but he's probably the best yardage carry in New South Wales Cup and he'd probably put Taruva beside him like he's, he's that level and he's got so much upside like it's scary to think how good he's going to be as well so um, yeah, it'd be good to see him go around. It'd be awesome.
1: And when you're doing your uh, when you're doing your video preview of the new town Jets and you come across the galloping Greek Billy Magulius, <laughs> I wonder if you're for that kicking on the second tackle offwards everywhere. Could be anything.
2: It's just like take time away from him, please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he is <laughs> he, bonkers. He's a good player, man. Yeah, he's a good player, especially at cup
3: level. Like he's he's very very good in that grade. Um, he, yeah. He's one of those guys, I think, it's just unfortunate. It's, it's not skill, but it's just, what is he? Like, in grade, you know, he's probably not big enough or mobile enough for a third-end position. You obviously look at him, he's not your prototypical body that you want to be putting at a six or defending on an edge um, that, yeah, he certainly doesn't lack ability, that's for sure. I think the
2: game before we played him the second time, he threw a 30-metre cutout left to right <laughs> and hit a winger who scored. And I showed it in preview on the... The boy's just like, what the hell? <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> what, do, yeah. what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> yeah. look, looks like an tag player, that he plays very, very good. Yeah,
1: I, I look forward to a spine of him. Ilias and Mamazelos is going to be... They might Again, they're going to play against Tony Gigo as well and it's going to be the Magulius-Gigo game. will be box office. It could be knock-ons, it could be kicks on. There'll be about 30 chip and chases in that game. I'd hate to have to coach it where you just like, st- stop doing this. I'd
2: love to coach it. Go, go. Do, do your thing. To, to be fair, I, I, know,
3: I know a few people have been uh, over for some different nations and uh, I'm not saying they don't go over to their compete, but they certainly have a good time, some of the the second tier team, so I don't know if there's a whole lot of coaching going on. I think it's pretty free wheel. So let, let it ride, I say.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. I think there'll be um, the Greeks and the Italians, and uh, there could be India uh, here for a good time, not for a long time. Mm-hmm. Trained. I uh, we spoke to the island coach, and he was a lot. He was like very no, we're going to go and cause an upset here. And that's, shall we say, that was not the impression that we might have got out of, out
3: of the group. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 I won't name names, but a, a few ex-teammates went over and enjoyed playing for some second tier nations. And when I asked that question, how serious was it? Like, uh we seriously planned a lot of parties. I'm okay. <laughs> But we won some games. One one of them ended ended up in a, a a finals game they weren't planning on and then obviously got dusted but and yeah, they certainly said it was a, a great experience in particular obviously if you're going on tour over there. It's basically like the Kentucky for grown men. <laughs> but they
1: I think that was McGill would be a good example of this, but there is a lot of players who in an international setup will be like Billy a senior player doesn't seem like it will come to be the most readily um, expected thing, but like he's going to have to go and be like, they're going to chuck him the ball. If you're Greek, you're going, Lachlan, you stand there and you just get Billy where he needs to be and mm-hmm. let's hope yeah. for the best. Yeah, definitely. But um, I'm trying to think of other guys that you've, you've come across. Well, you have got um, you the Rennie boys at Newtown as well. And then there's a kid, have you come across Khaled Rajab? From the Bulldogs, I coached him. We had him. Oh,
2: I had him. I had one him of, of my favourites. So he, um, he turned up like looking about forty, um, and because his last name is, um, he said, "Said, oh, you know, is it Collard? Collard?" He goes, "I'll oh, just call me DJ." I said okay, DJ Colored. <laughs> so he, um, he t- he t- he wasn't late, but I was like, this guy's pretty casual. Um, and he, turned, he actually was five, ten minutes late out into the field. So I tore his head off before he even got into a drill. Um, but I think he played two games for us. First game, he was okay. And the second game, he got men in the match and killed it. And the Jersey flag coach said, no, we'll have him back, thanks. So that was the last we saw of him. But, um, yeah, very, very talented. He was, only, he was only 18 last year when he was playing for us. And then this year, he played, yeah, almost a full season in Cup. So... Uh, he's he's tough. Like he, anytime I've sort of seen him play against man, he's tough. He gets his body in front, and he's very very skillful. Like he's got the ability to run and kick and pass. So, yeah, he's an exciting player.
1: I think we're going to see him. I mean, I hope he gets on the field because I've seen him play, and he is. You look at him and you go, well, firstly, when he was playing twenties, he looks about forty five mm. from a distance because yeah. he's got a big beard <laughs> with a ponytail.
2: Yeah,
1: and he um, but he's he looks tiny. You're it's absolutely
2: the Renny, tiny The Rennie boys were uh, Mounties boys as well Like they, they only went to Newtown this year So Prior to that They'd been at Mounties for don't know how long But They were so, certainly Rusted into the woodwork there So um, Yeah It'll be good to see them Go well as well
1: and will you, I'm just the last one is that will you have faced Josh Cook as well. He was at the Bulldogs, the Nines. So he's going to play – I think there's him and a guy called Henry O'Kane are going to play for Ireland. I was very disappointed, Declan Casey didn't. He apparently is eligible. But
2: Henry, he, Henry O'Kane from West Tigers? Yeah, he's so. playing for Ireland. He's a very good player, yeah.
1: I'd, um, I'd never seen him play. I think he, was, yeah. he he's only just caught to cup from from flag and they never yeah. played the flag before the Tigers yeah. games.
2: I had him in the West Tigers pathways Cubs program there for a couple of years and he was playing at Dalmain, Yeah, he's – Good player, I think he did a first grade preseason this year with Brandon Tourmouth and Justin Matamua were a few of the younger guys who they've got wraps on, so yeah, he's good player, good player, leg speed, um, like rangey, wiry, um, good length about him, good offload, so he, yeah, he'll be handy.
1: Mate, well, I think I could, uh, I could spend spend the next two hours throwing New South Wales <laughs> Cup flames, you know, because <laughs> this is this is a uh, very much my happy place. It's international did football and <laughs> <with the> lower <laughs> grades.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, nah, who cares about that? <laughs> um, but yeah, lads, thanks so much for your time. And um, yeah, let's. Uh, I, I hope that you enjoy the World Cup because I think I'm, I mean I'm going over a week on. I think by the day that this comes out, I'll be listening to it in the airport. So. Um, uh, thanks for coming on to the podcast, and we'll, we'll work thanks out the time. Thanks
2: for having us, boys. Thank thanks us. for
1: chasing kangaroos with us, boys. Oh yeah, this is the thing. So he has. To, uh, I start the, tried, the podcast. I try
2: not, not to chase him. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do you know, I said <laughs> that to my yeah, dog he when he did chase kangaroos?
2: Kangaroo. <laughs>